Hey guys, if you're interested in checking out a video version of the show, please visit the Low Key Geek channel on YouTube. There you can not only catch the video version of the podcast, but you can also check out my other projects and short form video that I produce. You can find a link in the description. Otherwise, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? Finally, the day is here. She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, is now finally out on Disney+, Plus, with the first episode dropping, and I'm going to give my little review on what I think of it so far. <gasps> wow! Jesus, what the hell, man? Do revert back to Gen 4 when you sleep. Was the air horn really necessary? For comedy, absolutely. Now, before I start on with this little spoiler review here, Look, I'm not one of those YouTubers that were given access to the first four episodes of the show. Um, I'm not at that level yet. That doesn't mean I won't be in the future, but I am watching this show with the rest of you. So I'm giving you pretty much the same reaction that maybe some of you have gotten when you watch the show today as it drops. So happy Thursday. Happy She-Hulk Day. Um, it is uh, one of those um, situations now where... We've gotten a lot of Marvel content, and uh, whether it's movies or, or TV shows. And the TV shows this year have been, you know, hit or miss, according to some people's opinions. I was a huge fan of Miss Marvel, the last uh, show that uh, aired that is Marvel-related. I thought that uh, really was well done. I thought it um, got everything right as far as the characters are concerned. And it really felt like... A coming of age kind of Spider-Man like story um, with great representation and great insights and um, awareness within the Muslim community and all that. And I really, really enjoyed it um, much more so than I enjoyed Moon Knight, to be honest with you, um, because that I felt a little bit more um, conflicted on and very disappointed on. Um, now She-Hulk is here and the one thing I have been appreciating about the marketing for She-Hulk, which there's been tons of marketing. You see it on YouTube. You see it on Twitter. They have been promoting the crap out of this show. But they are promoting it in a way that really gives you and lets you know of the tone. And that is, this is going to be the first full-fledged com comedic TV show in the Marvel Universe. You know, there's a lot of compar comparisons to Ally McBeal and... Within the first episode, you see it. And the tone is set directly from the beginning. Um, I thought this episode, which is like around 37 minutes, played it safe for the most part. You know, it was a good introduction to the character. It definitely gave you an origin story we get to find out. And again, spoiler alert for those of you who haven't seen it yet. Um, but I did warn you ahead of time. In fact, I'm going to put on the lovely spoilers tag up there so that you know I'm going to be diving into some spoiler territory there. But I do love that they give you an explanation of how she got the Hulk powers. You know, basically her and Bruce were in this car accident. Um, some of Hulk, um, Bruce's blood went into Jennifer there and that gave her um, some exposure to gamma radiation and thus, you know, gave her the powers of the Hulk there. Um, but something that's interesting and that was explained in the episode was that Jennifer Walters, her body and genetics are very different from Bruce's. And she took on to the powers of the gamma radiation and the Hulk powers very differently and a little bit more advanced than Bruce did. 
you know, the the running joke was that Bruce had to deal with an alternate persona. So it was always him fighting with an alternate person uh, until he found a way to kind of coexist with the Hulk persona. Hence why you now have Smart Hulk. Uh, Smart Hulk. Um, but you could tell that this movie takes place after the events of uh, Endgame. Uh, Bruce somehow found a way to control him from remaining as the Hulk, which he explains he was stuck as the Hulk persona for two years straight. But within the car accident, that device breaks and he's back to Smart Hulk once again. And as they're running their tests with Jennifer, they find out that because of her genetics and how it adapted to the gamma radiation very differently, she doesn't have that alternate persona. So she's able to remain as Jennifer even though she's hulked out. Um, so it's stuff that is um, mind-boggling to Bruce. Um, and as they uh, do the training and do kind of the experiments, the more and more he finds out that Jennifer is way more advanced with adapting at, uh, within the Hulk persona than he ever was. Um, she learns how to control her um her anger and her transformations. She could switch in and out of it very easily. Um, you know, and I love the explanation of as a female, you have to deal with keeping anger inside because of all the things that you're exposed to. Um, I love how she uses the everyday examples of the female out there and the things that they have to deal through and how they handle emotions and specifically fear and anger very differently. And this could lead as to why she's adapting so differently and quickly to the Hulk persona. Um, so I thought that was very well done. You do get a lot of comedic moments, um, not as much as I was expecting, but I have a feeling that more might come. Of course, you do get breaking of the fourth wall there, especially in the beginning as she's preparing for the case that she's working on. She stops the beginning of the episode and kind of talks to you, the audience, uh, explaining that yes, she has Hulk powers, and this is how it basically, you know, went down. Uh, because I know you all are expecting the funny lawyer show, um, so I love how they kind of addressed the audience that way, and they kind of kept it, you know, light and funny, um, but not over the top, as as a, at least not right now. The biggest question I think everyone has had is how's the CG? Because there was a lot of criticism when the trailers came out. Um, that the CG looked horrible. Um, in my opinion, I think the CG is definitely much better, but there's still a little bit of work that needs to be done. I don't think it does its service when you have her CG model next to Bruce's CG model because Bruce's CG model looks 10 times better than hers. And I think the majority of it is really within the face and the expressions of the face. That's where the whole uncanny valley really like comes into play. Um, and it's it does a disservice, I think, to Tatiana Maslany there because she's a great actress. And I think so far in this one episode, you could see what she can do within this role. Um, I think she's very strong as an actress. She's a very strong as Jennifer Walters, the character. Um, and so far, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Um, the whole episode was basically her and, and Bruce training, going back and forth, uh, her understanding her powers, her limitations and all that. We also find out that, you know, she really has no desire to be a superhero. And Bruce is just trying to put it in her head that maybe sometimes you just might not have that choice. Um, when all else fails, you may have to step in and all that. And I love how 
he is kind of just trying to prepare her for that uh, possible eventuality. Um, the episode remains her back in court, and that's when Jamil, uh, uh, Jamil's uh, Titania breaks in and she hulks out in public for the very first time. Um, and it kind of ends on a funny note there. The best part, I think, of the entire episode is the running joke about Captain America and his virginity. And it comes to a head in the post credit scene as to they're talking to each other and she's pretending that she's drunk and everything like that. And basically, she is told that he did lose his virginity back in the day uh, when he was fighting Nazis and all that. And she just bolsters out and laughs out loud as a yay Steve Rogers was able to fuck of course they cut the F word out but I just love that whole um, interaction and that was pretty damn funny and from what I've been hearing the post credit scenes have been the funniest moments of the show period so I'm definitely definitely curious to see what else they have in store for us but yeah it, it was a short episode a nice introduction to the character um, again very safe episode. Um, I'm surprised, honestly, with the current trend that's been happening. And Disney Plus has been doing this quite a bit with more recent shows. I'm surprised they didn't release two episodes at the same time. Um, to kind of give you like this nice little intro. And then to show you what is more to be expected within the series. Um, I do feel like this is the first time we're actually getting a Marvel TV show. And not a Marvel TV show that was filmed as a film that was broken down into episodic uh, shows, um, if that makes any sense. Um, this feels like this was kind of prepped and ripe and written to be in the formula of a TV show. Um, so that could have a lot of benefits there. So I'm definitely curious to see what's going to happen moving forward. Obviously, there's a lot of rumors about cameos that there will be coming up. This particular episode has no real surprises. Um, so as far as like spoiler stuff, not a whole lot to talk about, to be honest with you. Um, but I, I enjoyed it uh, for what it's worth. Um, again, it's just the first episode and I'm really curious to see what they're going to do moving forward with the rest of the series. So again, very curious to hear what your thoughts are about the show so far. Was this something you were looking forward to? Is this something that maybe you're skeptical about and then maybe you want to check it out? Or if you've watched already, let me know all of your thoughts and feelings in the comment section. I love having conversations with all of you. And uh, we'll see what's in store for us next week. So I'll catch you all next week. Stay cool, stay classy, stay safe. And She-Hulk episode two next week. Let's see what you got. All right, peace out, y'all.